welcome back to Hype FM, celebrating the best and latest in New Zealand music. Today we have Livia O. Hello. Hey, welcome. The sole artist, producer and engineer behind her music, Livia strives to challenge the norms of pop arrangements. She's had hundreds of thousands of streams on her songs and in 2021 she even performed at New York's Governor's Ball Festival. And we are celebrating the release of her new EP, Adrenaline. Oh yeah. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's of so course. so good to be here. So you've been in the UK for a little bit now yeah. and New York. How, yeah. how has your life been? been over the last couple of months wow it's been crazy i love london it's been really great um it's really similar to new york so the change wasn't that major yeah. but london has really been proving to be a great place to live yeah and there's a lot of cool stuff going on so yeah the last few months have been good cool very exciting and how long have you been in london for i moved over from new york in august oh, so okay. a little over a year yeah yeah and that's kind of your home now where you're based yeah it's definitely where I'm based, I think, because it's not been a long time, it doesn't really feel like home-home, right. the way that here feels like home, 100%. or New York did after a while, but I'm sure we'll get there. Yeah. I'm on track to feel like I'm at home there, which is really cool. Cool. And how long were you in New York for? That's like one of my favorite cities. Oh, it's just the best, isn't it? Yeah. I moved over in August of 2017, so oh. I was there for like five years. Wow. Yeah, what yeah, was, was your crazy. favorite part about living there? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, I think the people, like yeah. the people that I met there are just like some of my favorite people in the world. And I really felt like I came into myself in that city. Yeah. So I think it's a lot of personal things that I have reflected onto the place itself. Yeah. But I mean, the food there is amazing. Oh. The parks, like I'm a big park person. So yeah. it was nice to be. One in, of the biggest parks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> yep. The parks and just... The vibe. The yeah. people are so cool and there's so much going on. Yeah. And London is just that, but bigger, yeah. which is so cool. Yeah, cities that never sleep, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to talk to you about your new EP. Yeah. Um, but before that, I'd love to know about your musical journey and how you started in singing and mm. songwriting and all that. Yes. Well, I started singing really, really young. I remember when I started at school, I saw one of the like older kids singing a solo or something and yep. I was like that <laughs> how do I do that that needs Mom, to be me <laughs> tell yeah. me how I can do that and she was like oh we can get you singing lessons but I had to wait until I was in like year three or something so yeah. it was just me sitting biding my time singing along to like Hilary Duff records until oh, I could get singing amazing. lessons and then from there it was just like a whirlwind fast journey of just like focusing on music at school so I did all of the shows musical theater is for sure where I started yeah I wear it like a badge of honor <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm so amazing. proud to be a musical theater girly yeah and then that kind of spiraled into jazz mm. and so that's where my like classical training lies yeah but all while I was training I was listening to pop records and my mum played like David Bowie around the house and Eurythmics awesome. and like all of these cool artists that she loved and so then that's kind of where my pop focus was bubbling up yeah. and then I started writing songs when I was in middle school yeah. and they were so silly and cute and my teacher my music teacher in senior school yeah was like you know you can make songs in your computer and I was like 
what do you mean I can make songs <laughs> on my computer? Because yeah. I was just writing at a piano or like at a guitar and feeling super not fulfilled by that. Yeah. And he was like, there's this crazy program called Logic. <laughs> and, and he literally changed my life. And then the second I knew that I could take these musical ideas that I had in my head and make them into full songs, not mm. just a piano and vocal, changed the game. Yeah. And then I started producing and haven't stopped since then. So cool. What yeah. a cool teacher to be able to introduce Oh my God, I saw him last night oh. and we were talking. Yeah, crazy. I just so bumped good. into him and then I was like, you know, I thank you so much for doing that yeah. because I truly would not be here if you hadn't told me that I could do a music production task yeah. for this course in school. Yeah. I was like, you truly have changed the game for me. And he was like, oh yeah, like I'm so glad. Yeah. It was really cute. Oh, that's yeah. a, so wholesome. Yeah, I so great. It. He's the best. Yeah, and I guess when you're younger, you don't really understand the background of how music is no, made at all no and the only people you know well back in those days like in the mid 2010s like it was all like Calvin Harris or I can't think of anyone else yeah. but that's a great <laughs> yeah, example yeah, yeah. like someone like Calvin Harris yes it's who's like a famous producer DJ and it's a guy yeah so I was like oh the only people I know who were women in music are just artists yeah. or like I just didn't know that that was something I could do. Yeah. So it was really great yeah. to like open up that door. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And awesome that you're, you're producing your own things as yeah. well, which Very is important. a big feat to, to go Thank throughout you. the you know whole process. But Thank I you. think the level of like control and ability that you're able to have makes you create music that is like fully genuine to you yeah I think so a hundred percent yeah you said it perfectly there's only so much you can like explain to a producer if you don't really know the technical terms yeah. like oh I want it to sound like more boppy or yeah. I want the synth to be this or yeah. the hi-hats to be sound like this so it's like hard explaining it but if you can do it yourself that's such a great it does make it have. really easy to just make things the yeah. way that you want them to be yeah 100%. It's cool. and now you've got this EP yeah it's my first EP which oh, which you got, got tattooed. I just like two days ago got tattooed on my arm. Is that my your handwriting? Mom, it's my mum's handwriting. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, so cool. very proud of the EP and yeah. so, so glad that it's out. I yeah. was working on it for so long <laughs> and just like knew it was going to be so great when it came out and yeah. now it's out. It feels so Ooh. good. How long have you been, had you been working on it for? I wrote the first song for the EP in September of 2021 in the days after I played Govball. Wow. Yeah, so I oh, remember Oh, we need it. to go back to that I, later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, so we'll circle cool. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of was like riding this major career high yeah. and then went back to my day job yep. and was like, what, where do I go from here? Yeah. And so I started writing the project and it just kind of happened sequentially. Like I didn't really write many songs that didn't make it onto the project. I was kind of yep. like tunneled and like really tapped into whatever it was I had going on, which ended up being these five songs. Mm. Yeah. yeah, amazing. And then I finished it when I moved to London, kind of early 2022. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. And what kind of themes did you want to write about when you started this project? I think it wasn't so much that I planned to write a specific tone, yep. but... I just listened to what I was feeling for the first time because all of my previous songs were kind of seeped in metaphor and I wanted to mm. write like beautiful lyrical stories 
and I just felt this need as an artist to write something that was just like almost stream of consciousness exactly how I was feeling yeah and that came off the back of living in New York during COVID and living through not being able to come home for three years and just feeling not sure about who I was where I stood and like not being around my mum yeah so then I just listened to that and they ended up kind of all bleeding together into this question of like who am I when I'm away from home who am I now that I don't live at home and yeah just coping with being an anxious person that was (laughs) I had never really understood that I was an anxious person yeah until it kind of hit me on the head and I was like oh I should talk about that (laughs) and figure it out within myself. Well, yeah, I I feel like it's a really relatable situation to be in. And especially if you're moving away from home, I feel like before that, our identity is wrapped around the people that we surround ourselves with. So then when you move away from that comfort blanket, I guess, Mm -hmm. it's it's a new way of discovering more parts about yourself. Yeah, and it really came from just not being able to go back. Like before... I was told I couldn't go back. Yeah. I never really was fussed about my trips home. Like, yeah, they were so great to see family and to like get a bit of warmth and sunshine in the cold months. But I was never like, oh, these are really important to me and my well-being. Yeah. And then and then I wasn't able to. And I was like, oh, (laughs) these are really important to me and my well-being. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I guess it's the comfortability of knowing that you can go back at any point. I mean, to a certain extent, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could come back whenever I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is that like access to family and access to people. Yeah, mm. definitely. No, that must must have been quite a, a scary, I guess, time. Or it was just uncomfortable weird. time. Weird. Yeah, I'm, it was yeah. weird because like, as much as I couldn't come home, there were people here who couldn't see each other anyway. Yeah. So it was like this mass experience that was similar but different yeah and people were always like oh gosh like it must be so hard for you like being so far away and I'm like for sure it's hard but like I chose to stay here and like there's not much I can do about it and it's not hard for just me it's hard for literally everyone everyone. (laughs) so it was this weird dichotomy of like accepting and making space for how I felt but then also this like wider how everyone feels yeah balancing those two is hard yeah it was weird so weird just a strange experience that yeah somehow all of us yeah, we did it we, we made which it. is crazy yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so when I first listened to your music mm. I kind of just I think there was a few couple of singles but specifically this EP I just like went from start to finish and I was like wow what an incredible kind of cohesive project and I didn't really know what to expect but there's something so special about your vocals and then the production is just like a whole nother level and then those two things brought together Mm. just oh it's just an amazing songwriting and just love it so much um and one I wanted to specifically talk to you about was 2009 Mm. so can you tell us a little bit about this track and inspiration yeah totally so the inspiration is actually just a friend told me to write it so 
a group of my friends, there's four of us, we have a little songwriting circle, cool. which we just like write and play it for each other. We're all like, these are my closest friends from New York. Yeah. And we just write and play it for each other just to like keep the muscle moving and to like keep us on top of being creative. Yeah. Because we all have like regular day jobs and like sometimes it's hard yeah. to keep on top of those things and find the time. So we just like keep each other accountable. And Emma was like, I'm going to give us all a prompt and the prompt is going to be write a song to a younger version of yourself, whether that's like six months ago or whatever. She cool. didn't really put any boundaries on it. She just said to a younger version of yourself. Yeah. And I took that as like teenage me and that's what came out. Yeah. So 2009 was just me like sitting with my eyes closed and thinking about being a child which came up so quickly because I was missing home and missing my mum which I'm constantly feeling yeah <laughs> so it was nice to have an outlet for that and then yeah I just started with this hyper specific imagery which felt like the right tone for how I wanted the song to be and because everything else in the EP prior to that had been pretty acoustic in how it started yeah it was natural to just pick up the guitar and write it that way so it started as just vocal and guitar. Mm. And then those three were like, you have got to keep going with this. Like, this is really something. Awesome. And I was like, oh, okay. So then a few weeks later, we did a revision in our little songwriting circle. Love it. And I added the drums and like added a few more things. And that kind of solidified it to me as like a something special. Yeah. And it made the cut. It made yeah. the track list. Amazing. And there's something... Yeah, special again about the way that you've solidified your sound. And yeah, I think it's really special. I feel like it's quite difficult. If it, I feel like at the beginning when you're an artist trying to figure out, oh, am I going to go I'm more R&B or this way? Or like creating your own sound within a genre. But yeah, the way that you've done it is just um, amazing. Thank so, you. Yeah, well done. Cheers. And then um, Defeat as well. Um, what was the inspiration behind this track and specifically the production process behind sure. this one? Well, Defeat was the first song I wrote for the project. Uh, so that kicked it all off. Yeah. Um, it's a very special one to me for sure. Um, it's all voice memos. Like the yeah. vocal takes and the guitar takes are just like voice memos I recorded into my phone. Wow. Um, out of a necessity to just like get get it down like pen to paper I just needed yep. it recorded I was at my job in New York and just like went into a little room and did it yeah and then I knew that I wanted it to beef up at the end and like be a huge release so I had kind of already figured out what the production would be in my head when I was doing the first half of the song which is very much acoustic yeah I was listening to happier than ever at the time oh. a lot which I think you know you get that is such a great example of a, a sonic journey that starts as like quite reflective and internal and then ends up being a big cathartic cathartic letting go Release. of everything that's been yeah. said before um so I loved that song at the time it's one of the best songs I've heard Oh, it's so and good. It, yes. It's really. Yeah. And that was such a turning point for her too. Like, I think that really made Billie Eilish step onto another playing field. Yeah. Which I think is cool because it felt like 
a similar thing for me with this project. Everything before had been like quite electronic and mm. very much, well, there was no acoustic instruments. It was fully produced in the box on yeah. my computer. And so this felt like another step forward for me as an artist to show that I could bring together this electronic production, which I think is really prevalent at the end of Defeat. Absolutely. And the acoustic elements, mm. which was for that track, just me playing guitar and yep. like everything else was produced. Yeah. So it's an important one for me for this EP because it's kind of the meeting point between being an electronic artist and being a singer-songwriter. Yeah. And it led into these two paths. Like you could divert left and go towards like stepping off, which is yeah. fully like Sophie Love inspired. It. Yeah, boop, yeah, boop, yeah. And then you've got something like 2009, which yeah. is like super acoustic and like I'm playing bass, I'm playing mm. guitar and yeah. So Defeat was really, really fun. I loved producing that one. It yeah, was great. Yeah, I bet. That yeah. Was amazing. Yeah. And what's one of the like main highlights of putting this project together? Oh, I think I was really excited about moving forward sonically and yep. having another aspect of my sound that people could like latch onto. I love Unarried Songs of Boys. Mm. That was like the song that made me feel like I can produce and it yeah. just felt so true to me at the time. Yeah. I was living in Berlin, so I was kind of like in this club scene. And You've like, been everywhere. I really have. It's crazy. <laughs> I am so lucky. I've lived yeah, in some awesome. very cool places. Yeah. But yeah, the Berlin like techno scene Absolutely. is what bred I Don't Write Songs of Boys. Mm. And I'm so glad that that happened. Yeah. But I was ready to move forward and because I wanted to write about things that were so personal which I hadn't really done before. Yeah. It felt like it needed a sonic landscape that was different and moved with it. Yeah. And so that was what was exciting about this project was knowing I was turning a corner and just feeling excited about that and mm. feeling secure in that being the right thing to do. Yeah. What do you love most about being a singer-songwriter and, and producer is I guess it's like an outlet to be able to, you know, I guess, experience your emotions in a different way. That is for sure, like, the number one thing mm. I get out of being an artist is that it's a way for me to process how I feel because yeah. I'm not very good at that in any other form. Yeah. Like, talking about it makes me super uncomfortable. <laughs> Journaling <laughs> is good when I job. remember to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. writing is just an easy outlet for me personally. Yeah. And then producing, I feel actually more of a an importance in being a woman who does it mm. that truly has been a major driving factor absolutely just like not seeing enough female producers growing up yeah and then realizing that that was something I could do and so now I'm like if I be really loud about being a woman producer yeah then more people will be like wow I can do that absolutely and so that keeps me going for sure so yeah. I love producing for other people and I feel like there's some some artists on my level and smaller independent artists who only really get introduced to male presenting producers and mm. so I get some really great referrals for like young artists who just want to be in a room with other women and women yeah. presenting people and that is so exciting to me and yeah. I want to foster that community 
so deeply. Absolutely. So that's really been like a big reason why I produce. I feel like I'm seeing more female producers over the past couple of years coming up. Totally. I'm like, oh yeah, this is awesome to yeah, see. I think it's definitely... It definitely is male, a male-dominated industry. Totally, and that is undeniable. Yeah. It's a fact. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a mix of... There's always been women producing. I mean, like, yeah. a great example is, like, the first um, analog synth. Like, the, the forerunner of analog synthesis was a trans woman. And, oh, like, when I, I learned no that idea. in school, I was like, whoa, that is so sick. People need to talk about that more. Yeah. So it's this mix of, like, there's more access to production now that people can, like, do it on their laptops at home. Yeah. And also there's more conversation about it. Yeah. So, and I think those two together have created this perfect storm for young people to like open garage band yeah. and like pick up a guitar and record into their like Apple AirPod microphones. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. It's so cool. Um, so you talked about briefly Governor's Ball performance. Yeah. How was that? It was, I'm sure you can imagine the craziest thing that that ever happened yeah it was the coolest experience i can't believe that my name's on a t-shirt and on a poster for like governor's ball 2021 it was so crazy yeah um it was also like really challenging i had never played a a set like that on a big stage with like crazy monitoring path and like all of these different factors Mm. so like it was for sure a challenge yeah um and I'm so glad I did it and yeah. I loved it and I found it really hard and that is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I played the set. I split it with a friend of mine who was, who used to intern there and like help them with oh, their marketing wow. and someone pulled out of the lineup yeah. like really last minute and his boss was like, do you want to do it? You make music. Do you want to do it? <laughs> and he was like, yeah obviously I want to do it of course he was like can I split it in half with someone else I don't want to do a full 45 minutes and they were like yeah do what you want cool and he was like Livy you want to play a gut ball set like two weeks before and I was like this is a joke right (laughs) like what are you talking about obviously yes and then we did it together and it was really special and fun and our friends came out I like had some we had some people as our like tech crew just friends to help out oh that's yeah it was it was amazing yeah because i went to i'm probably gonna get this wrong but i think it was 2018 i went to governor's Mm, ball i think i was at that one too yeah but i just remember that it was one of the first major big festivals that i'd ever been to Mm. and i just could not get over the scale of it and Diplos on one stage, and you've got a massive globally recognized artist on another stage, and so many people, and obviously a really nice day um, during that time of the year. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is really impressive. It's a great festival. Yeah. I had been like in the years prior as a as a um, what's the word for someone who just goes to a festival? A punter. Yeah, punter. Yeah. I had just been as a punter and yeah. like loved it, and it yeah. was my first time being at a major festival as well where I was like how are these two super famous successful artists yeah. competing for a spot right yeah, now yeah, like, yeah, yeah. how am I supposed to choose who I see which I think we kind of dabble with at laneway yeah. like yeah. I remember being at laneway and running stage oh, to stage to yeah. like see these You've people but it. yeah the caliber yeah. is wild and like I was the set before Muna it was oh, crazy like amazing I was I came off stage 
and then like went straight back. I like went to get into something more comfortable or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. went straight back to side stage yeah, to right. watch Muna bring yeah, yeah, out yeah. Phoebe Bridges. Like it oh was so crazy. Iconic. Yeah. That's it was so very good. fun. So pretty much you opened for Muna. No, literally. <laughs> and you can, that, that's on the record. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so sick. Yeah, it was so cool. Oh, awesome. So when are you going to be performing next? Is there any time soon that you're performing <sighs> anywhere around the world or in New Zealand? Well, I definitely am trying to play more in London. Cool. Um, oh my God, I would love to play in New Zealand. Yeah. I'd love to like open for someone on tour. I think that's something I'm definitely yeah. like writing in my journal. and yep. being like, this will happen. When it happens, it'll be great. For sure. Um, but yeah, now that the project's actually out, mm. definitely trying to play more. Um, yeah. Nothing's lined up, but that doesn't mean something won't pop up last minute. And 100%. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Well, I can't wait to hear you play live. That's going to be amazing. And especially these songs in particular, I feel like really would thrive in that live environment. Yeah. And are you thinking about that when you're writing the songs? Like how how it's going to sound live? I was definitely thinking about that when I yeah. wrote Please Don't Hope for Somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like... I want to write one fun song that yeah. like makes people want to just like jump around. And I was definitely thinking about it full band live at a yeah. venue, like um, baby's all right in Brooklyn. Like I was picturing oh, yeah. <laughs> that nice. kind of like venue. Yeah. And so, yeah, definitely. That's definitely a part of it as a producer. That's yeah. really cool. And do you have any advice for new artists out there? Um, any words of wisdom? Wow. Yeah. I think there's a lot, a lot of things <laughs> get like repeated and said over and over again that yeah. are really good. I mean, like, oh God. It's so, <laughs> just an overwhelming, so I can, I can feel the um, <laughs> overwhelming thoughts coming to your brain. I think surround yourself with people who inspire you and support you regardless of like what they've got going on yeah. community is so unbelievably powerful yeah. like don't don't think that that's not going to be a major part of it yeah um and also keep ownership of your stuff for as long as you can it's Facts. one of the first lessons i learned in school um and if you're not sure ask someone talk to your community and like see what people say about it but yeah, yeah. um keep keep ownership of your stuff for as long as you can and talk to people and find people that make you feel comfortable and safe. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you'd want to touch on before we wrap Ooh. up? Um, wow. So many things. No, I don't know. Just <laughs> so exciting to be here and like be home and talking about this project that is so much about home. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just hope that people keep taking to it and keep loving it as much as I do. Yeah. Very amazing. cool. All right. Well, go listen to Olivia O's EP, Adrenaline, out now on all streaming platforms. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's incredible. And, um, yeah, you will not regret listening to this <gasps> amazing project. So. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Though. No, thank you. All right. Thank you so Cheers. much. See you later. <laughs>